Welcome to the Mandalorian Podcast, the official Star Wars podcast of the Kid Commentaries Network. I'm your host, Drew Gretsch. And I'm Yvonne Sita. Yvonne is here. Yvonne, you're a huge Clone Wars fan. Yes, I am. You're a huge Clone Wars fan. Well, special day for Clone Wars fans. You got the Season 7 premiere of Star Wars The Clone Wars, uh, Episode 1, The Bad Batch. Before we get into that, uh, we have a segment, we have a... New edition of, of our segment, Star Wars on Disney+. Plus. This time we're talking about what's coming next month, uh, March 2020. So I got it all up right here. Uh, it's all Clone Wars. We got Star Wars The Clone Wars Season 7, Episode 3, On the Wings of Kyridax. After their escape, Anakin Skywalker and the clones defend a local village. We have... Star Wars The Clone Wars Season 7, Episode 4, Unfinished Business. Anakin Skywalker and the Bad Batch attempt to gain a victory for the Republic. And that's the end of the Bad Batch arc. In the next, we got a new arc coming up. Star Wars The Clone Wars Season 7, Episode 5, Gone with the Trace. The, featuring the return of Ahsoka Tano. Um, Ahsoka befriends a pilot and... A, a pilot must hide her, her Jedi past while trying to stop a dangerous droid. And then we have the last episode of the month. Star Wars The Clone Wars Season 7, Episode 6, Deal No Deal. Trace makes a rash decision after learning what they are transporting is for the Pike Syndicate. You may remember the Pikes from last year's Solo A Star Wars Story. They were the, mm. the crime syndicates on yeah. uh, the... on. It was on Kessel, the guys that were in charge of the whole thing. So that's what we have next month uh, on Disney Plus. Let's get into the episode. I'm, so, I'm my God, I'm, I, I was so excited. We we got we hooked up our Xbox to the to the theater uh, in the basement, and you know just watching this show on the big screen was really special. Mm-hmm. Was, it was great. I loved it. Um, so we're going to start off spoiler-free, don't worry, because uh, at this point, Disney Plus is still not out in in Europe. It'll be out on March 24th. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it sounds um, like in Europe, they'll be, debuting up, they'll be debuting episodes of The Mandalorian week by week, just like they did in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Even, even though, I mean, if you're a huge Star Wars fan in Europe, you probably know what happens in Mandalorian. Well, yeah. And and I do wonder if they'll debut Clone Wars at the same time. Well, I mean, they might. Because I, I, I feel like Disney Plus is going to want to get, you know, caught up everywhere. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like, you know, we're, uh, there's going to be some rollout even in late 2021. Uh, I think that's, you know, South America. I'm not really sure what, what it is. I didn't know that. Um, anyways, wherever that is, I mean, they're going to have a lot of shows at that, by that point. I wonder if they'll just keep... Rolling's episodes week after week, like I, I wonder if there will be a season break for Mandalorian by that point. If 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 they'll wait a, a year between season one and two, I mean season two's coming out in fall. Well, I mean yeah, but because the Clone Wars is coming out week by week, they're gonna how many are they gonna continuously do this for the entire season just from now on? Yeah, um, we got a little trailer last week which I did not cover. I was uh, on vacation in Northern Michigan and didn't have. I, I had a signal where it was good enough for I could you know check Star Wars news. Not a signal I was good enough for, you know, publishing an episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's so. Uh, and you know, it did say stream episodes streaming every Friday. 
So we're getting, so we're getting, we're getting twelve episodes. Uh, you know, this episode, the Bad Batch, we're gonna do it just in, uh, uh, and we'll be getting episodes through May eighth, which. Uh, I mean, if if Agents of Shield do, does their same schedule as last year, we'll be getting the season seven finale of the Clone Wars and the season seven premiere of Shield on the same day. I mean, that's just gonna be a fun day, right? Uh, there. Yeah, you got you're you're coming over. Alex is coming over. We're just gonna watch Shield. Uh, I'm excited uh, about Shield. We're just gonna get right into the, in this episode. Uh, Captain Rex and the Bad Batch must infiltrate an enemy ba- an enemy base on Anaxis. When we, when the Clone Wars, let's start at the beginning, when the Clone Wars theme came on, I just started clapping. Mm-hmm. I just, I was so excited. I was so excited. And what I realized is that this is Lucas's last gift, Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, in the end, it says created by George Lucas, so. And, you know, and this is a time when, you know, fans who were, you know, just little kids, when they, when they saw the Phantom Menace in theaters, they're 20 now, 25. They're, and these are people who have a, who have a huge voice on social media and the internet. And these are the people now, I mean, these were kids who adults told them that they were wrong for liking the prequels, for liking Jar Jar Binks. I mean, personally, I think it's very annoying, but the rest of the prequels are actually pretty Quite good. racist. Jar Jar. Mm, yeah. Uh, but, you know... And then, you know, these kids who are adults now, who were told they are wrong for liking the prequels, they're doing the same... They're, they're doing the same, same thing to our generation with the sequels. You know, and, and I don't want to get on a whole, you know, your wrong fandom thing. I, 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 do, I do plan on doing a what a fandom means episode. Because I, I think this is important. I mean, Star Wars... It's, it's no secret, Star Wars has a bad fandom. Well, yeah, they immediately shun one movie just because they think it's going to be bad without knowing anything about it. I, I mean, you know, the, I think the main reason people didn't like The Last Jedi, and there are, are things I, I didn't like about The Last Jedi. I, I, I personally think the film was okay. I, I, I think it's an okay movie. Ryan Johnson, and spoilers for Last Jedi and Infinity War right now, but... That when D- Disney pulled off two huge, you know, subverting expectations in in like six months, from like December twenty seventeen to May April twenty eighteen, you have you know the Last Jedi, which diverted so many expectations, and then you had Infinity War, which did that so much more. You you but you're built up the Last Jedi to be this whole. To be this sequel to The Last Jedi, and, you know, you don't really have that with Infinity War, where every movie has a different director, but, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're going to talk about this later on, but I, let's get right into Clone Wars. This is the show that made me a Star Wars fan. Me too. This is how I got introduced to Star Wars. I mean, of course I was introduced, I, my, my, my father raised me right and introduced me through A New Hope, but... The first episode I ever watched of Clone Wars was season four, episode five, Mercy Mission. It was an R2 and 3PO adventure. The first episode that I watched was episode one of the Clone Wars, where Yoda just completely demolishes an entire droid fleet. That was a great episode. But this is the show that, like, you know, 
made me a fan of this saga, and I'm, and I know that no matter how it ends, it can never have a happy ending. Yeah. See, season five when the show was canceled, that was such a sad ending. The last shot was Ahsoka leaving the Jedi Order. And then you know, yeah, season six. Kind of an ending that sets up Revenge of the Sith, but you know, it's just no okay ending. In season seven, you know. We're gonna have an ending that you know it just it's it's no secret that the clone troopers are gonna turn on Ahsoka. We know it's gonna happen. We know that. As- you know, it's just really sad that this is a show that can never have a happy ending the way Rebels did, or Resistance did just recently. Um. So yeah, we're gonna go into spoilers. You're gonna so if you have not seen the episode yet, you're gonna count down from three. And if you're not gone, we're counting down very slowly. If you're not gone, we're going to say a huge spoiler from the episode. And I think we both have the same one, okay? So we're going to count down from three, okay? And if you're not gone, we're going to spoil it. It's your fault. Three, two, one. Echo's Echo alive. is still alive. Echo's alive. Oh, my God. What do you think? I mean, he... I thought he was, like, really dead, but he was just captured. They're probably just, like, chipping out his brain to find any more information that they can find. I'm super sure to see how they do this. I mean, we, we, you know the synopses for these next, for these, you know, four episodes, Bad Batch, which are all about, you know, it seems like the majority of them are going to take place on Anaxes, but Echo is still on this, is still on the planet where, he's, he's still on the planet where he died with Citadel. I, I, I'm not seeing that arc in, a, like, two years. I am planning on continuing to rewatch Clone Wars and stuff, get it fresher. Get it, you know, more fresh in, in my head by the time the, season, the series finale rolls around, and then I, you know, I'm gonna go right into Rebels, cause you know, not now that the show is ending, we've seen Rebels, we've, and I, I think it's, I mean, we we know we're gonna see a young Kanan Jarrus, or at this point he's still Caleb Doom in this season. I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see what little plot threads they introduce. Whether I mean, and, and I think we're gonna see uh, Din Djarin. From Mandalorian, I think that's very likely. I mean, well, yeah, that might because they're gonna. Spoiler alert for Mandalorian, by the way. They're gonna have to introduce him eventually somehow, give him more of a backstory. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, what do you think of these Bad Batchers? What do you think of the Bad Batch? Honestly, I think they were experimenting on how to make the them stronger, but they turned up on. Well, one of them is missing an eye, but is ex- is so much larger than the rest mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. Other ones. He's very strategically strong, and he can. He's he's basically a human map. Yeah. I was picking up a lot of Marvel TV vibes in this episode. Yeah, especially that one camera oh shot God, of that continuous was awesome. hallway. I love that. I love. And they're they're just still blasting the droids. I love that. I love that. That's what I want out of that one Mando episode, chapter six. And and like I'm like you you and I were, were watching it on this TV, and we're like, oh man, they're gonna do it. They're gonna do a oneer. And they didn't do the winner, but it was fine. It was still a great episode. The horror element mm-hmm. was great. Um, Hunter, he's able to sense things. It reminds me a lot of Daredevil. Uh, the the big guy and the n- nerdy guy. Um, my brother and I have been like really we've been like rewatching the Mar- like I'm 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 introducing him to him to the Marvel shows, and we've just been and we just finished. Uh, Inhumans on Disney Plus, just because that's the worst one. We just want to get out of the way and, and everything. Reminding me, and hey, I guess spoilers for Inhumans. If 
I mean, if, if you're listening to this, you have Disney Plus, it's on there. And if you're interested and you got nothing else to, I guess, watch it, you can binge in like a day or two. But reminded me a lot of uh, Karnak and Gorgon. G- Gorgon's this guy who's like, look, and like they're on the moon. And he just picks up this, the American flag that Neil Armstrong brings there. And he's like, look what I found. I found this. I think it'll look great in my room. And then Karnak's like, put that back. The, um, the, the satellite's going to pass over in like 20 minutes and they're going to see that's gone with the... And they're going to be hoof prints on it because this guy's like a satyr or something. Well, technically, all the flags on the moon are completely white because the sun bleached them. They, they did have that. They had, like, they the flag ha- was completely white. It really did? It did. But, yeah, I mean, that's what, this, that's what that reminded me of. What did Owen say? Because Owen was on here with us, but Owen doesn't like to do podcasts anymore. So he, um, so he, he went back upstairs for this. But what did, he said something, and I'm like, that's, he asked why the Separatists didn't make a Bad Batch. Well, I mean, honestly, they could have. They could have. If they were trying, like, they could have fused other droids. Like, they could have made a spider droid into ba- into a larger cannon and have arms so he can actually d- do something else aside from get shot in the eye and then mm-hmm. completely just fall over. I feel that they absolutely could have. The Separatists have the resources to do that and, and, and everything, but this is the thing that bring that's brought up continuously throughout the series that you know, these are people. These are people. And it, they said desirable mutations. We, we've seen nine, 99, the clone from back in season 3. He, he was mutated. He, he, his aging process was... And, of course, all the clones. The, the cat, cat, Captain Rex is basically, like, 10 years old. Yeah. And, you know, this is a clone that's literally, like, 95 years old. That's not a desirable mutation. And I, I, I feel like the Separatists are like, oh, well, this is a droid that, you know, doesn't have this thing in his, doesn't have this little gear in his processing, you know, let's just get rid of him. And you know what they can do? That. Those are droids. Those are droids. And I think yeah. this is something that's really great in this show that it brings up it is these are humans. These are real people, but they've been bred for war. Is, is that okay? I mean, on a galactic standpoint, where they just, like, made several more people. And if you've watched Clone Wars, you know that one that a couple, one had amnesia and it's just stopped fighting. And he just, like, stayed oh, in a village. Oh, yeah, that guy. And another one started a family. You really get to see a human aspect and into the clones where the movies don't really show that as much. Exactly. This is a show that really just makes the movies so much better. Mm-hmm. So much better. Oh, sorry. Uh, just can can we have we had another piece of Star Wars news come out this week. Uh, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker is coming to uh, is coming home. It's on digital March seventeenth. I'm gonna buy it because uh, there's like a two hour long documentary about how they made the film, and I I want to see what JJ did. I want to see how JJ made this movie. Um, and then it'll in it. But if 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 you don't like to buy movies. On digital, it'll be on DVD and Blu-ray March 31st. I'm sorry, you guys to know that. There's no audio commentary, and strangely, stupidly, there's no deleted scenes. There's no deleted scenes. That's kind of disappointing. So I feel like now I, I have to buy the novelization when it comes out. Like, you know, I, I need to know how, how Palpatine came back. Forget Palpatine. How did Trench come back? 
Honestly, I are just... they gonna explain that? Are they gonna explain? Our... It's like I mean, we saw all those like he's like a cyborg now. He's like a cyborg. Like how did he, how did he come back? Yeah, or how like, basically how Darth Maul rearranged himself just in a dumpster. Those. That was insane. I've not seen the episode in a while, but that was that was so cool. Like honestly, I love the Maul stuff, yeah. and I'm just, I'm so excited to see the, how what Darth Maul does later on in the season. He has he had six legs. They couldn't have put some spikes on Spider. that. And then they gave him back two. Why? You could have upgraded him into so much more. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I feel, is there anything else you want to, talk, you want to touch on or anything? You else want to talk about? Really, um, aside from, like, they're, bare, like, they're really reckless, the Bad Batch, that's basically their entire epidemic. Mm-hmm. One of them is strategist. One of them is a sniper. Another one can see everything, and one of them just has brute force. They're basically a perfect team, but they have barely any plans. Yeah, and also what, one other thing I noticed, like uh, one of those guys had like a vibroblade. Mm-hmm. That um, we saw that earlier. We saw that last Actually, year. Actually, no, I think two of them. Oh yeah, we saw that er- earlier in the Mandalorian. And, uh, I do know that one of our buddies, Liam McEwen, has seen. Because like with this arc, they've like this was. In early stages of, of, of animation, like they'd finished the episodes, they just had to put the final t- touches on the animation, but the show was canceled, and it wasn't done in time for season six, the Lost Missions, to be put up on Netflix. So, they just released this entire arc, and then and then and then, and then another arc, the Darkness or the Crystal Crisis on Utapa arc. They just re- released was on StarWars.com like six years ago. I did not watch those. I was I, I was waiting to see what they did with the show. Uh, apparently, Liam said that there that they've added stuff to, to, to this episode. Really? Yeah, they added stuff. I mean, that of course that was before the Rebels was a thing, before the Mandalorian was a thing. So I I, I do think that what they did was they added stuff in here just to have just to add to that level, level of continuity. Mm-hmm. So anything else you wanted to? No, not really. I think on? all the points have been touched here. I really liked it. Yes, that was an amazing introduction to season seven. Not wait to see what they do for these last eleven episodes. All right, well, we're gonna sign off now. Um, so this is Mandalorian podcast. Um, if you wanna send us a note with feedback for this episode or anything Star Wars really, send it to Mandalorian Podcast at gmail dot com. It's Mandalorian Podcast at gmail dot com. Um, if Please leave us a five-star review. People are gonna be looking for a Star Wars podcast. You know, once the Mandal like for like when the Mandalorian came out came out, like our numbers went up. Like our top episode is like the Mandalorian pilot episode. It's like it's like five hundred plays. It was huge, and I was shocked to see that. So please, like people are gonna be looking for a Star Wars podcast. Leave us a five-star review. We'll, we'll read it here on the show. Uh. Helps us out, get some more listeners, helps us make more content and everything. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, see what we're doing, uh, fo- follow us at Kid Commentaries Network. We have a, f- a whole bunch of other podcasts now. If we, uh, the Cinema Soundtrack Podcast Season 2 is, is doing new episodes every Saturday. Tomorrow's episode is The Phantom Menace. And that episode will also be released on this podcast feed. Kid Commentaries is, is our main show, coming back March 17th. Going every other week from now on because that shows like commentary tracks every other week. That shows just too much to every week. 
whole bunch of other stuff going on, so we're moving that to every other week. Um, if you want a podcast just like this one, but for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, listen to another Marvel podcast uh, from Nick Ennenberg. He's he, he was on a whole bunch of our Mando episodes. And uh, Monday's Minutes of Kids Take is a sports podcast. You can upload every Monday and Friday by uh, Nicholas Edwards. So, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Drew Gretsch. I'm Yvonne Sita. And may the force be with you.